Let's go out to our phones where we're joined by baseball legend Ken Griffey Sr. and Dr. Neil Shore. Gentlemen, welcome to the Spano and Black Attack. I'm Joe Spano. He's Bob Black. It's really great to have you aboard this morning. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you. Well, yeah, let's, let's dive right in. Prostate cancer is the second most common cancer amongst men in the United States. And in honor of, of uh, Men's Health Week, you know, we want to talk to you guys about making everybody aware of the dangers and the ways that they can prevent prostate cancer. So l l let's dive in a little bit and let's start with uh, Mr. Griffey and let's talk about your personal experience with prostate cancer. Well, my personal experience is kind of a hereditary thing. I had four uncles that passed with prostate cancer, and my younger brother was just diagnosed last month with it. So uh, my mother used to keep us abreast of it, make sure we understood because she lost four brothers with it. And so we actually, Junior and I, are going around the country right now working with Bear on a program called Men Who Speak Up. And that's just to talk about it, spread the word, get men to talk to their doctors about prostate cancer and, you know, the, the dreaded disease anyway. So we're just going around the country doing that. And the biggest thing is just to get them to talk. Uh, I think men have the hardest time just to talk about prostate cancer and, and in terms of what, what it causes, what are the symptoms. And, and Dr. Shore can really elaborate a little better, better on the symptoms here. Well, Dr. Shore, that's, that's the direction I want to take it. First, let's talk about the symptoms. But I also notice in your biography that, that you're constantly working on alternative therapies and attacks on prostate cancer so that the side effects and the effects that it has on men's lives in general can hopefully someday be lessened. Explore both avenues, please. So thank you very much. You're exactly right. Um, we've made great progress in the last five, six years. Uh, heretofore, we didn't have a lot of things to offer our patients who had advanced prostate cancer. So there's there's great treatments that one can consider now. Part of understanding what are the best treatments to take on for the right patient at the right time is having a really strong conversation with the patient, the patient's caregiver's wife, son, mother, father, children, partner, with their doctor so we know what type of symptoms they're having. Uh, and that's a big part of choosing the right therapy for our advanced prostate cancer patients. Well, you know, you talked about advanced prostate cancer. Talk a little bit about, number one, what exactly advanced prostate cancer is. And number two, you know, we've been talking about the Men Who Speak Up program. Tell us where we can go find out a, a little bit more about that program and how we can really fight this dreaded disease. So I really appreciate that. You know, the, the Spano Black attack, I love that. I love your, because we're attacking prostate cancer, as you say, so menwhospeakup.com is a great website that, you know, Senior here and, and his son have really championed, and they show a lot of courage in getting the word out. A lot of the things that you can see with advanced prostate cancer, the symptoms can involve worsening fatigue, uh, loss of appetite. More importantly, and oftentimes there's just a change in, your, a change in your physical activity level that could be related to disease in the bones where prostate cancer likes to go. So it might be something as obvious as pain that you're taking uh, over-the-counter medications for, or you can't walk up the stairs, or you can't sleep well, or you can't swing a bat or a tennis racket or a golf club. Oftentimes this discussion doesn't happen with busy physician-patient interactions. 
Now is the time to go to your doctor and have these questions at the tip of your tongue and the acknowledgement of these symptoms. Well, Ken, uh, let's take it on to the diamond for a second. And, and Chiro is one hit behind Pete Rose and will pass him as the all-time hit king. However, not in Major League Baseball in combined leagues. And, and Pete made his feelings known yet again on the of fact course. that they're trying to second division him, as it were. And uh, Joe and I have proffered our opinion. We happen to agree with Pete on this one. We don't think you can combine it. What say you? Well, I don't think you can combine it. Uh, you think about it. I mean, yeah, he played in the Japanese League, which is an outstanding league. But when we went there in uh, 77, 1977, there was a Reds, the Cincinnati Reds. I think we were 17 and one. Uh, so I don't think they, you know, the league at that time was that good. You know, it was more like a, to me, it was more like a Double A or Triple A league uh, over in Japan at that time. It's gotten very, very. Tremendous progress since then, but at the same time, you know, I don't think they can combine him getting all the hits. Yeah, it's a plus that he got all these hits, but he didn't do it at a major league level. And some of the pitchers that Pete faced over the years, uh, I don't think a lot of those uh, guys in Japan would be able to face those guys. I think that's a very fair statement. That's what we alluded to. We also alluded to the slippery slope that you'd go down when you start combining. You know, if you combined Ichiro's record, now Sadahara is your all-time home run leader. There's guys in the Korean major leagues, and, and that's sliding even further down the mountain. So I think you're spot on, right? Bob agreed. Hey, Pete Rose is the all-time major league baseball hit king. And, yep. and with that said, Ken, and we're joined by Ken Griffey Jr. and Dr. Neil Shore here on the Spano and Black Attack. With that said, you know, Pete Rose is banned from baseball. And he's not, and he's not become eligible to be inducted into Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame. And I'm of the mindset, while maybe he does, while he does deserve the ban from Major League Baseball, he should not be excluded from Baseball's Hall of Fame. It is a Hall of Fame and museum, and to not have the all-time hit king and a guy known as Charlie Hustle in your Hall of Fame and museum, I think, is a miscarriage of justice. Your thoughts on that? Well, I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, there's no one that has more hits than Pete Rose in terms of the major leagues. Uh, what he did out on the field, you know, I think if that, that justifies him being in the Hall of Fame. I've always stated that Pete should be in the Hall of Fame. The plus right now is the fact that uh, he's being inducted to the Reds Hall of Fame a couple of weeks from now. So that's a starter. I just hope he you know, progresses from there and he's able to get into the Hall of Fame. I do want to ask about him betting on baseball. You know, we on the outside. I'm not a major leaguer. I'm not a former major leaguer. I'm not even a very good baseball player. That wasn't my strength as an athlete. That said, you know, there's that sonic. I couldn't hit a curveball, and I couldn't get a jump on a baseball. After it went over my head, I ran and caught it, or tried to. <laughs> that said. You ran that and said, picked it up. <laughs> yeah, I ran, picked it up, threw it back in, and sometimes went to the right base. That said. <laughs> <laughs> there's that sign in every major league clubhouse because they have allowed me in a few clubhouses about gambling on baseball it's a major transgression did, did did that in your mind diminish him as a teammate i mean you only found out about it afterwards but in looking back did, did it make does it did it make you trust if you look back and say oh, that's why he was the way he was was pete in totality, a good teammate and somebody you could trust out there when you look back and you see the gambling and everything else that was going on? 
Well, as a player, uh, yeah, I, I, I respected him very highly. You know, we never thought or even knew about this the situation about the gambling thing until it came out uh, in the report. But other than that, to us, he was Pete, and he was he was one of the few people that would invite you over to his house for dinner because a lot of major league players wouldn't even do that. And when we were younger, we came up. He bought. He got our. We had to wear red jackets. Pete got our red jackets. And, you know they had to pay for those, so he paid for that. And George Foster, myself, Dan Dreesen, Ed Armbrister, the younger guys, and he took care of us. So, in that respect, you know he belongs in the hall. And but as a teammate, he was one of the best teammates you ever want to have. Well, guys, we appreciate you coming on. We want to keep you on schedule. Dr. Short, just before we go out the door, please, uh, where can our listeners find more information on the fight against prostate cancer and, and any websites you can give us, please? Sure. Please visit menwhospeakup.com. It's very geared towards patient information, helping you to understand your symptoms and have a better dialogue by asking the right questions to, with your physician. Well, guys, we appreciate the couple minutes. We're going to keep you on schedule. It's, it's a terrific cause that you're fighting for. And, Ken, we always appreciate the baseball input. So thanks so much to both of you. Well, thank you. Nice My to pleasure. have him on board. Ken Griffey Sr. and Dr. Neil Shore.